How many racial stereotypes did you see in this movie? <laughs> so many. I don't even know. Not even racial. Even Some of them were ethnic stereotypes. <laughs> yeah. Because Watto is somewhere between Italian and Mexican, but fully offensive. I would say he's like a Jewish caricature. Really? But it's his accent that threw me off. Are you recording? Yeah, yeah. I'm recording. You yeah. said you're pulling it open. Oh, okay. Um, there sure is a lot of trust put into the young boy from Jingle All the Way. <laughs> I think his name. But is... I guess Arnold Schwarzenegger is his dad. I think his name is Jake Lloyd. Jake Lloyd. Yeah. It's pretty crazy that Arnold Schwarzenegger is midichlorians. On that note, welcome to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, the game show where one of us, me, is quizzed on a bunch of movies he hasn't <laughs> seen. I'm your co-host, Ethan, and this is your other co-host, Wesley. The current score is Ethan, 7, Wes, 15 and a half. <laughs> really, uh... I am keeping the Mortal Kombat scores. <laughs> Well, if we're combining it with Godzilla... Godzilla vs. Kong was a one-off. We said it. <laughs> Those points aren't going anywhere. The score for me to beat this time is 15 and a half. All right. My current toxicity level is unknown. <laughs> yes. We're talking Star Wars again. Uh, last week I was quizzed on episode one, The Phantom Menace. Uh, we did not record who I thought The Phantom Menace was, nor will we ever. <laughs> it's probably palpatine i think i i've always figured it was maul <laughs> because he he's practically a ghost he never says anything because he doesn't speak he speaks once <laughs> because they decided to cast a stuntman who they didn't trust speaking any line. you're just stupid because in the original trilogy they fucking had a grip play the main character. He's a good stuntman, though. Yeah, he can do a lot of flips. His choreography was clean. Mm -hmm. He made what I'll say is a bad character into a really cool character. <laughs> yeah, so uh, let's get into it. Let's, right. let's go over the quiz. So, open-ended questions first. Doubt it. Uh, what do you know about this movie? This is what uh, how you described episode one. I was struggling. Anakin is uh, the main character in this. He is a child. He's into pod racing. And that's pretty much the first 25 minutes of this movie. <laughs> this is the first climax of the movie at the one hour mark. He doesn't show up until I think... 45 minutes into the movie. <laughs> yep. After we've already talked about trade negotiations. <laughs> and The Lego games misled me. They skip all that shit. <laughs> you said uh, Padme Amidala is in this movie. Uh, she's the princess of something. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a romance between her and Anakin. <laughs> I mean, there kind of is. It's just really weird. <laughs> it just kind of happens in the scene when they're on the ship. <laughs> they didn't really talk to each other before that. No, other than when he's like, are you an angel? Mm-hmm. And then she goes, are you a slave? <laughs> and he says, no. I'm just never challenged in terms of employment. You said there'd be a time skip uh, where by the end we see Obi-Wan training Anakin and Darth Maul's also in this movie. Full point. I gave you the full point. Uh, What? You got got the rough outline of this movie there. There isn't a time jump. Uh, there never is in Star Wars. Um, Frankly, that's a good thing. Yeah, there's time jumps in between movies, but I feel like that's appropriate. Mm-hmm. There, uh, yeah, you got the main characters: Anakin, Padme, Obi Wan, Darth Maul. I was fine with you leaving this out Qui Gon. <laughs> this movie leaves out Qui Gon. <laughs> Qui Gon leaves out Qui Gon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that dude sucks. It's fair. Liam Neeson doesn't bring much enthusiasm to the role. No, I will say the character is not written remarkably well either. No, no. Kira brought up that he's dressed like uh, like a Sunday brunch mom <laughs> for most of the movie. Yeah, he's always wearing that shawl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The only thing that would complete it is just a little gold necklace around it. Uh-huh. Which he's definitely wearing under the shawl. It's a little cross necklace. Yeah, maybe something floral underneath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, next question was, what kind of dispute brings the Jedi to the planet of Naboo? You know, you had three opportunities to give the right answer. Uh, you said yeah. there's um, less balance in the Force. Uh, Somewhat Sith, correct. Sith lords are everywhere. <laughs> there are only two of them, and uh, it could it could not be any more complicated than that. <laughs> you said. But yet, one could argue it's much too complicated. <laughs> are you saying when the Galactic Senate is debating whether uh, to? Uh, punish the Trade Federation for uh, putting a <laughs> blockade around the planet of Naboo. That that would be too complicated for children. To I, understand. I would argue that's a that's a bit too complicated for children to understand. Let alone me, who is trying to watch this movie very closely. So yes, the Qui Gon and Obi Wan show up to. Uh, negotiate trade because apparently that's what jedi do (laughs) they're trusted to i wrote that the jedi are basically federal cops yeah Uh (laughs) uh-huh and more because you wouldn't have cops talking about trade (laughs) going their their jurisdiction is too much yeah Nothing falls out of a Jedi's jurisdiction it would make sense if they were escorting like a senator or something they are kind of the church. Yeah. yeah. The old world church. Uh, Jesus is in this movie. <laughs> we'll get to that. Actual Jesus. 
I think one of my favorite parts of that opening when they're escaping from the Trade Federation is when Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon are in the meeting room and they try to get, yeah, they gas him out. And then (laughs) Qui-Gon's just like, like, he's like, oh, it's this gas. (laughs) Oh, I wrote wrote what it is. I wrote what it is. Um, Dioxin? Yeah, Dioxin. How how would he be able to identify dioxin without breathing some of that toxic gas? <laughs> <laughs> he knows what the Trade Federation uses for their gaseous poisons. Because he's a Jedi, he's precognitive, the midichlorians told him. <laughs> Someone still has to figure out uh, how the Force works, because that you ain't can, how it works. You can honestly wave your hand and just say the midichlorians did it. What are midichlorians? You said uh, they determine force use. They're little monsters <laughs> live uh, in people. Uh, toxic fans no like them. And they dictate because they dictate potential at a biological level. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got the full point. You know, kudos for you for also understanding already uh, why people dislike it. <laughs> um yeah uh i actually love midichlorians i think that (laughs) saying that people are biologically predetermined oh god that's so bad why did they do that that's such a bad idea i will say the clone wars does a lot to the the animated tv show okay does a lot to build on it and try to like flesh it out into like there's a biological force there's a spiritual force and there's like, there's like another. But not these course. movies. Yeah. But not these movies. <laughs> the it's movies, all though. master race shit. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, so you got the full Clone point. Wars makes Mace Windu cool. <laughs> <laughs> Cooler. How does Anakin Skywalker get freed from slavery? Uh, you said Obi Wan buys him. Uh, and then you specifically added that he's purchased. <laughs> Even if it's not Obi-Wan, he is bought. <laughs> he is purchased out of slavery. Out of a deal where he could have freed one of the slaves. <laughs> and didn't even leave it to chance. Manipulated <laughs> the force such that he could <laughs> purchase a child slave. Qui-Gon, not a good dude. Also, from a child's perspective, there are so many changes to the bet as the movie goes on towards the fathers that I, to this day, I still cannot describe how the conditions change. It's wild to me that Watto's, uh, his thought process in regards to the wager of the bet, like, oh, I'm wagering this man who has nothing. Now he says he has a pod I could buy, (laughs) but I have to wait until the race to see it. And that's fine. (laughs) And then he's like going to get another ship that's broken (laughs) by anteing up a child slave. (laughs) At any point, Watto could have just been like, no, thank you. You have nothing for me. I think... And the fact that he his species 
is he's immune to Jedi mind tricks, <laughs> but he can't notice that the the chance cube is being <laughs> the chance yeah. cube is my favorite Wikipedia <laughs> and article <laughs> entry. The fact. How stupid is Qui-Gon? Like, he's supposed to know shit. Wouldn't he know that there are species that are immune to Jedi mind tricks? Mm -hmm. And yet he tries it twice? (laughs) (laughs) And Wano just goes, what are you doing waving your arms around like some kind of Jedi? Exactly. He's trying to cheat this this businessman out of his parts. Like, at this point, why doesn't Qui-Gon just lift up his lightsaber and kill him? (laughs) Kill him? (laughs) Or take it by force. (laughs) Or, or, he's a Jedi. He has the entire Republic backing him at this point. Mm -hmm. He could have just offered up something other than credits. Like, surely the Republic would drop something off. Yeah. Obi-Wan spends the whole fucking time on the ship just going... We don't have the parts. We can't do it. He's whining though. <laughs> With his cool haircut and his two ponytails. One's a rat tail. Um what is Palpatine's scheme to gain power in this movie? Uh you said he's a Senate guy. He he is putting Jedi in situations where their force can't overcome the odds without using the dark side. I gave you a half a point for saying Senate guy. (laughs) (laughs) He is a Senate guy. Uh, He is playing the Jedi. He's also playing the whole Republic and the Trade Federation. He's playing everyone. He's playing everyone. Including uh, Maul, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) It's not really clear. What Maul was getting out of this. <laughs> A second lightsaber, maybe. <laughs> so, Ethan, describe Palpatine's scheme. Ah, oh. <laughs> In broad strokes. He's, a, he's, he's the Chancellor for Naboo. We're trying to senator. say that the... He's a senator from Naboo. There's some... He has problems with the guy from the Haunted Mansion who's the current uh, chancellor. Uh, and he's trying to get that position by getting the votes necessary to take his position. Uses the Trade Federation to back him in the Senate to get support. And he also kind of gets Amadala on his side. He works for her anyway, so mm-hmm. it's just getting the backing from royalty he is, to get him a, a bigger spot. Yeah, he gets the Trade Federation to back him up while also promising uh, Padme that he'll deal with the Trade Federation. If you said what you said, I follow. <laughs> yeah, Palpatine's playing both sides. There were bionicles in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to sit there and tell me I'm wrong? So, coming out of open questions... <laughs> You're coming out with two and a half points. That's fine. Um, who? Uh, multiple choices next. Who is Anakin's nemesis in pod racing? Uh, your the yeah. wrong answers were a Jedi testing his skills named Qui Gon, a woman in disguise named Padme, a flying alien named Watto was your answer. Well, and. Th- he was uh, actually Anakin's owner. <laughs> yes. 
Um, who was Anakin's nemesis in pod racing? Sibulba, who's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, he walks on his hands. Mm-hmm. And he's fucking he's got ladies. a cool, like, horse face. He's getting it. <laughs> Sibulba can get it. <laughs> I was so jealous of those two guys eating lunch with Sibulba. Mm-hmm. They're just having a good Sunday lunch. <laughs> like, fuck, I want to hang out with him. You're the only person that I've met. <laughs> uh, thinks Ball was a cool guy. Wants to hang out with him. You would want to eat like frogs with him. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> he stole that frog. <laughs> Jar Jar had already eaten a piece, and he's like, "It's free food." <laughs> I want everyone to know I would very quickly become a bully's best friend. It would take seconds. I'd be like, sorry, Annie, I'm with this guy. He's wizard. Why does Qui-Gon take an interest in Anakin? Uh, Your fake answers were, and this is at first, why he takes an interest in Anakin. Uh, Hot mom. (laughs) Fake answers where he's building a lightsaber. Uh, his mom is really hot. He can for- he can force choke people. <laughs> was your answer? Which is what I said. Uh, but the real answer is he's pod racing as a kid. He can he can pod race. Yeah. Humans can't. Nor I thought this was actually kind of a cool lore thing that humans don't have the perception necessary to pod race because it's too fast for them. Mm-hmm. Unless they can see the future like a Jedi. Yeah. Um, and then the bonus question is what becomes of Anakin's mom? (laughs) You said she died. She might have. They just kind of abandon her. (laughs) Anakin's not really too broken up about it. He's a little broken up. He feels fear about it, which is unacceptable, apparently, (laughs) to be a child and feel fear. Can I go into my problem with the Jedi Council real quick? Sure, yeah. Um, well, hold on. We get into the Jedi Council uh, in two questions. But this is this is related to the way they treat Anakin. Yeah. Oh, but you know what? Go ahead. That's go ahead. the yeah, yeah, questions yeah, yeah. about yeah, his yeah. training. Yeah. Um, what is Darth Maul's famous line? <laughs> I got it right. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. He has no famous line. Can you recall any lines that he said in this he has one, and I cannot remember for the life of me what it was. I I tried desperately to remember at the end of the movie, and I just couldn't come up with it. Um, Maul does oh. come back in the franchise because can't kill off a ton of people's favorite character for some reason. How? He's uh, cut in half. He uh, pings off the pit like it's the Titanic. Uh, the Clone Wars dives into it, the animated series, and he actually became, oh, becomes fine. pretty cool. Yeah, it's the Clone Wars. Everything's cooler in the Clone Wars. <laughs> that was Gendy Tartakovsky, motherfucker. No, uh, the... I know, I'm pumped. Okay, it's not. It's the other one. Oh, the other one? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, He's he's talking about Gendy Tartakovsky. That they're not both him. Okay. Cool. 
Roger, Roger. <laughs> well, we in there. Why does the Jedi Council object to Anakin being trained? <laughs> the fake answers were he's in love with Padme. We don't know that yet. <laughs> no. They care for each other deeply. <laughs> for some reason. For some reason. <laughs> they deeply the... care for each other. Uh, he's not the boy for the prophecy. Uh, you said he's too powerful. Uh, but I believe the answer is he's too old. Which is weird. <laughs> they do say he's too old. That's the reason that they give. It's that's supposed the to that give Luke. Luke. That's the same reason the oh, gave okay. Luke. But Luke was, you know, in his twenties, <laughs> considerably older. Well, actually, you know, we we don't know how old Anakin is at this point. He could be just a very small thirty-year-old man. <laughs> so I, I believe it makes more sense that the Jedi would entrust the fate of everything. <laughs> on this child slave if he was actually 30 years old so i believe from what i remember jedi are taken as babies from their families <laughs> yeah they uh qui-gon mentions that mm -hmm. had he been born with this much potential in the republic we would have seized him immediately <laughs> So I guess the Jedi aren't strangers to kidnapping. <laughs> no. So yeah, there's a lot to pick apart with the Jedi Order <laughs> and the Jedi Council, but tell me what your thoughts are. Uh, one, the guy with the big noodle neck is really cool. I don't know how that guy could be a Jedi when a lightsaber could slash through his neck in seconds. Um, That's the thing. It's almost as if Jedi shouldn't just have lightsabers. There should be other weapons. <laughs> uh, the only thing that works on them apparently is real shotguns, <laughs> according to the lore. What are those called? Uh, something launchers, slug lo slug throwers. Um, yeah, they say some really toxic masculine shit that I wanted to bring up, mm -hmm. which is. Fear is the path to the dark side. Yeah. Fear leads to anger. <laughs> Always? <laughs> anger leads anger to leads hate. Anger leads to hate. And hate leads to destruction or violence. Um, When really it's just like word soup, you could mismatch those words around as well. Any of them. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. But the fact that you're not even allowed to be afraid. Yeah. As a child. <laughs> yeah no th that's definitely and the sequels started to touch on this and then they changed directions but yeah I, I think what George Lucas I think was trying to do as you see like through the rest of the franchise is show how the jedi kind of led to their own downfall mm -hmm. it wasn't just palpatine manipulating them like they were ripe for manipulation because they no they're right away the jedi council is stupid and too careful <laughs> about stuff 
Yeah. It's very easy. Qui-Gon is their best dude. <laughs> that and guy sucks. You know, it's about... Uh, the the prophecy is about finding someone who will bring balance to the force, which seems to imply that the good is somewhere in between, not not yeah. wholly on the light, not wholly in the dark. I'm imagining that that plot line and thought process gets dropped though, in the prequels. Yeah, in the prequels, <laughs> yes. Um, I don't want to talk about the new trilogy or yeah. the Clone Wars because I imagine the Clone Wars are a little bit more nuanced than that. Yes, yes. So I don't think George Lucas plays enough in the prequels into depicting the Jedi as wrong in their own way. Instead, they mm-hmm. he just lets them espouse all of this like you can't have any attachments to this world. <laughs> you have to be ready to just die. You have to be ready for anyone to die. <laughs> have no attachment. You have to be ready to die for the midichlorians. It's yeah. what they want. <laughs> Is the dark side bending midichlorians to your will? I don't fucking... Don't ignore that. Because if that's not the case, then midichlorians also want evil stuff. Stop, stop letting me talk. <laughs> What does Jar Jar Binks not do in this movie? Uh, the things that he does do are he steps in poop. I caught that. Uh, he uses his tongue like a frog. Does he do that? When does he do oh, that? Oh, I meant uh, uh, like a gecko, a lizard. That's what I meant. Like he uses his tongue to grab stuff. I don't remember when, but yeah, sure. There's like I believe you. You don't remember when they meet Anakin's mom and then he's like like picking up food with his tongue and then Qui-Gon catches yeah. it? Yeah, I remember that. That was fun. <laughs> was it? <laughs> um He becomes Alright. Be- after you're done reading the answer to this question, I'm gonna say some pretty <laughs> some pretty controversial shit. Ooh. He becomes a general. Mm-hmm. He does, uh, because uh, Boss Nass is his daddy. So fully out of nepotism, he becomes a general. <laughs> oh no, you can't skip the the line like that. Maybe we sub being friends. <laughs> me, 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 we, me sub be friends. <laughs> I would consider that a threat. <laughs> I want you to know, as a child, I rarely could understand a single word you were saying. It's hard to understand Boss Nass. I said that I would date Boss Nass. <laughs> Kira said that she is Boss Nass. <laughs> uh, and then you got this one correct by saying he single-handedly defeats a droid army. He does beat beat a bunch of them, though. He does kick the shit out of a lot of them. I should I should get a point for that. <laughs> kick the shit out of is a bit generous, but uh, I'll give you a half point for it. Hey, one and a half points. <laughs> All right, so I'll give me your I, thoughts sorry, on Jar Jar. Okay, um, first I just want to say this: when Gungans say "ouch time," they mean it. <laughs> Um, 
This is my controversial thing. I kind of like Jar Jar. <laughs> I kind of like him. I think there's slightly too much of him, mm-hmm. but I don't think he's that bad. I think he's he's exactly what he's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I can understand like people who saw this movie as adults hated Jar Jar mm-hmm. because essentially he's a cartoon rabbit. Like <laughs> he's a cartoon character. Except he's kind of a racist Jamaican lizard man. <laughs> yes. Um. And, yeah, even just compartmentalize the whole race thing. It, you know, it's a defensive caricature as well. But, <laughs> um, but if, we're, if we take that out of the equation. <laughs> if we're just talking about goofs and goofing around, Jar Jar was my favorite character as a kid. Yeah, I would say that Jar Jar is vitally necessary to the tone of this movie. And that without Jar Jar, this movie kind of sucks. <laughs> It's doubt. It, it's the same problem I had with Mortal Kombat. <laughs> now, do Jar Jar is better than Kano. I said it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Do I think there were more opportunities to make Jar Jar smarter comedy and not yeah. just step and poop? Or okay, d- let's not dwell on the step and poop thing. That's a that's a breezed over joke. <laughs> I'm still just saying, like, even just, like, yeah. a lot of his jokes are visual gags. His hand gets yeah. caught in the pod racer. Uh, that was dumb. His his tongue zipping in and out. Him haphazardly. And, and that's part of the thing. If he's all just visual jokes, it's it kind of makes the droid army seem truly incapable. How did they, when how did they does capture... does the droid army ever look capable, Wes? <laughs> but... That's the thing, is, like, how how are they able to take over this planet? <laughs> if if this guy who can barely hold his shit together is able to defeat so many of them. I, I have a fun note. Uh, we do learn that Jar Jar was banished from Gunga City. Mm-hmm. We don't learn why. <laughs> he just says, some mistakes happened. <laughs> At first, I thought it was just criminal sexual assault. <laughs> but then I changed my mind and I was like, it was definitely third degree manslaughter of many Gungans. <laughs> like he accidentally killed a bunch of people in like a car crash. Yeah. So like, I think, I think there's still critique that you can make on like, I think Jandra could have been funnier, but he is fun, and I enjoyed him as a kid. Mm-hmm. No, he's great. I'll go so far to say he's great. Really? Because I know he only gets better. <laughs> Let's just say George Locus, George Lucas, Locus, George Locust. <laughs> George Locust talked to George Lucas about Jar Jar. <laughs> Notes were taken. <laughs> All right, so walking out of multiple choice, you have two and a half points again. Hell yeah. Wait, two and a half total? No, you have five total. Or five total, okay. All right, so true or false, six points are on the line. True or false, Obi-Wan Kenobi is in this movie. (laughs) This was a fake out. You said false. (laughs) I freaked out. 
you backed me into a corner and I got really scared. So I guess I can't be a Jedi. <laughs> but I mean, this is also, uh, uh, I phrase it this way because, you know, is he really in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> Obi-Wan is kind of in this movie. He's basically a non-presence. <laughs> yeah. He fucks around on the ship the entire time they're in Tatooine. He gets stuck behind a laser grid when they're fighting Darth Maul. Uh-huh. Ewan McGregor is good at that fight choreography, though. He makes that look cool. Yeah. Way better than Liam Neeson. <laughs> yes. True or false, Anakin Skywalker built R2-D2. You said true. Kira really liked this question of yours. He does not build R2-D2. He builds C-3PO. Yes. It's pretty weird that there is another android. So they at the start of the movie that just looks like him. They are apparently a mass-produced droid, <laughs> but Anakin also built one completely from scratch. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's like, Mom, I built an iPhone from scratch. <laughs> it's still impressive, but the creativity's not really there. I have a big problem with three PO. Yeah. I hate that he's called a, uh, that he does human cyborg relations. Why? Droids aren't cyborgs. If they are, that's a real fucked up wrinkle to throw into the Star Wars universe. Well, he's a protocol droid. You act like I'm supposed to know what that means. So he he just uh fall he his like Okay. Let me just look it up. <laughs> what does a protocol droid do? So a protocol droid is a droid whose job is to aid sentience with etiquette and relations with others in the galaxy. So one could say, why is Anakin building <laughs> a droid to do that purpose for a slave family? Um, In case they run into a bunch of... There are a lot of droids on Tatooine. None of them seem really competent or capable, but they are there. Mm-hmm. Those little um, pit crew guys... They don't do a lot. (laughs) Those little goofs. (laughs) I liked them. Um, True or false, the members of the Trade Federation speak with an offensive Indian accent. (laughs) No, it's it's an offensive Japanese accent. You said Chinese. Uh, I gave you a half point. I said I gave you a half point. (laughs) It because it lies somewhere in between the two. It's neither. It's some broad it, offensive Asian accent. Asian accent. I wrote racist Chinese accent right up top. It's the first <laughs> line you hear. They think they brains so big. And you know, even looking at them, they look kind of racist as well. Which is what I describe when we see them in the screenshot. Um, true or false, uh, the aliens from E.T. make a cameo in this movie. He said true. I believe they're in the crowd during the pod race. <laughs> no, they're in the Galactic Senate during the vote of no confidence for Chancellor oh, Yep, yep, yep. You see yep. them going, <laughs> no confidence. No, right no confidence. E.T. votes no. No. <laughs> What did Chancellor Valorum really do wrong? Honestly, my the better question, what did Chancellor Valorum really do? 
other than be the butler for Eddie Murphy's The Haunted Mansion. And is that the movie he does he try to have sex with Eddie Murphy's wife in that movie or does he try to make Eddie Murphy's wife have sex with a ghost? With a ghost. Okay. True or false? He's also a ghost. <laughs> True or false? <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's less weird if you know that he is also a ghost. <laughs> Spoilers for Eddie Murphy's The Haunted Mansion. True or false, which I saw in theaters. Uh, True or false. That movie sucks. (laughs) A cast member from Whose Line Is It Anyways voices an alien in this movie. You said true, and it's Greg Proops. Nailed it. You're completely right, so you got a point and a half. He talks about it a lot. He had a lot of fun doing it. (laughs) Even though, like, it's just like... just NASCAR uh, narration, yeah. essentially. I hate the way that character is designed. I think they're very ugly. Yes. <laughs> I don't like them. <laughs> Why does his have like a weird, like, cut in the middle mustache out of flesh? It's weird. I don't like it. Oh, I also like the way he delivers young Anakin Skywalker. A local boy. (laughs) (laughs) To which I need to ask, aren't all these racers pretty much from Tatooine? (laughs) Why would someone come to Tatooine? (laughs) For a pod race. It's weirder that he's a human. Yes. (laughs) True or false, Padme and Queen Amidala are the same person. That's true. Yes, and you've said true, so you got the point. Uh, the fu- I don't think the I get bo- the reason. The bonus exactly. question was, yeah, why is this significant? Um, you said it's more of just like a reveal. Hi- Padme is hiding as a child queen. You said so. Something like I that. gave you a half point. She has like a like a doppel. Not a doppelganger. A decoy. decoy, Yeah, a decoy. Which is the word played by Kira Knightley. (laughs) To, because she's like wanted. But for whatever reason, why did she leave the ship to traverse Tatooine? Because she wants to see the world. (laughs) If she's in danger, wouldn't she be in more danger if... Everyone thinks that Kira Knightley is is the queen and not natalie portman yeah but they switch a lot but when even if like uh, tatooine's a dangerous place uh, you know it's not it's a lawless planet essentially and wouldn't you want the jedi to at least know wouldn't you want qui-gon to at least know to like this someone this person's important you would want to protect If you them. told Qui-Gon that someone was important, chances are things would go much worse than if he just didn't know. <laughs> it's better that Qui-Gon didn't know. Obviously, they don't know that. <laughs> and it shouldn't be that way. <laughs> All right. So coming out of true or false, uh, you have four and a half points. All right. I like that. I like that a lot. All right, so the screen grab question. Ethan, can you now describe what is happening in this scene? Vaguely, it's the Trade Federation getting orders from 
Senator Palpatine, who's doing the uh, original trilogy Palpatine voice at the time. Mm-hmm. It was the same actor. Yeah. Young. <laughs> he does a good job. Mm-hmm. I think he's good at that character. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't remember exactly what he he was like telling them to kill the Jedi aboard the ship. Yeah. So I would say he's doing some vague Sith shit. And he's introducing uh Darth Maul to shortly after this scene. I missed that. Pardon me for being mostly offended by the racist accents <laughs> of the Trade Federation. <laughs> this is my apprentice, Darth Maul. He shall remain so, silent, standing behind me. <laughs> he has really cool face makeup that children will get at their birthday parties for decades to come. <laughs> I mean, just think about Darth Maul for a second. Visually, really cool looking character. How? D- Except when you see him with any character that's taller than him, which is often. Sure. <laughs> he looks like he's maybe five foot three. Sure, but... I still think even when he's short, he's still visually interesting and imposing because he's fast and he can do all sorts of flips and stuff. Why wouldn't they? He looks like an actual demon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you would think, like okay, Darth Darth Vader was the primary source of villainy in the original trilogy. You would think that you would ha- mm-hmm. want to have someone who is kind of plays a similar role in the prequels <laughs> no <laughs> Why would... he's a jobber that's there to die they did a good job designing someone to do that but they did not uh follow through for whatever reason to keep him as the primary villain my favorite piece of trivia about uh darth maul involves later character darth talon who's the same species as him yes and there were a bunch of writers in a room that were figuring out what to do with Darth Talon. And George Lucas walks in, picks up a picture, picks up the toys of Darth Maul and Darth Talon, and goes, they're friends when <laughs> they lived hundreds of years apart from each other. <laughs> um, all right. So you said there was a hologram of uh, Proto-Palp. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's droids, the noodle heads. Roger, Roger. Uh, they're on a spaceship. <laughs> Man, those droids suck. They can't do anything. It's true. <laughs> um, there are two men in masks. They're Sith. Uh, they have big racist lips. I would argue that that's not the most racist part about their uh, <laughs> their masks. <laughs> They're not masks. I would say it's, it's just their, their faces. <laughs> um, and they're consulting on how to upset the Empire so Palpatine can get power. I, I gave you a point and a half for this. Not Out of four? Yeah. That seems rude. <laughs> you got you described the the two dudes as racist they are uh palpatine is they're there. doing they're doing evil palpatine shit he's trying to ascend to power yeah but they don't even know it doesn't even seem like they didn't know who this guy is 
Nobody knows who. He, nobody knows anything. That requires that George Lucas knew where he was going with this. <laughs> Which he always claims he does. <laughs> my f- that man's writing by the seat of his pants every single time. One of my favorite things. Which about- I commend. <laughs> I think is a great idea. But one of my favorite things that George Lucas does is whenever he's like interviewed, they're like, oh, like when when did you start thinking about like the storyline for the prequels? And the timeline changes all the time. He's like, oh, I've I had I've known the story since I wrote the originals. Oh, I knew them since I finished the uh, Return of the Jedi. I knew them. I only figured them out within the past year before I started writing them. <laughs> You don't have to lie, George. Just say you didn't. <laughs> Just say you didn't. So uh, you come out with a grand total of uh, 11 points. That's good. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's better than usual for me. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's better than recently. Yeah, you've been kind of on a, on a slump lately. You haven't done this good since uh, Labyrinth. Wow, that was a long time ago. <laughs> All right, so pre-vaccinated person then. Ethan, would you recommend Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace? Uh, yeah, probably. Um, I should also say this: uh, my reviews for this movie are going to be pretty good because I have to compare it to the movie I watched immediately before it, which is, of course. The Disney Channel original movie, Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure. (laughs) And if you compare Star Wars The Phantom Menace to Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure, stuff happens, lore is consistent, (laughs) um, you get to see some cool choreography, you get to see a really cool pod race. Um. In which the the communication of like all the problems that are happening and what needs to happen are all clear and cool. Kira's favorite part is this little shark man in the cave who goes <laughs> before crashing into a stalactite <laughs> <Yeah>. and dying. <laughs> a clip that I had she had showed me before when I watched this movie for the show. They're, like I said, the aliens who are side, like, not even side characters, just, like, background Background characters. They're fully background <laughs> characters. Are the best part of the first Star Wars franchise. Sometimes they mm-hmm. piss me off because they're too much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, none of the main characters in this movie are remarkably interesting, and the story is Fleshed kind out. of confusing. <laughs> Not even a little bit, but I will say this movie does a good job of capturing the world and tone of Star Wars. And that's it's fun. Mm -hmm. It's cool. It's cool to see it get built out some more. Yeah. Um, And it's better than Sharpay's (laughs) Fabulous Adventure. So would you recommend it? Yes. Yeah, I'd recommend it. Wes, would you recommend The Phantom Menace? Uh, yeah, uh, I'll recommend every movie except for... Uh... The last one? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to think about it as he rewatches them all for the show. 
Well, I just think about... I made Bailey watch all of these at one point, and she refused to watch the final one because I told her it was bad. Mm. And she's like, why would I... I loved The Last Jedi. Why would I want to end the franchise? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, fair. You know what? At this point, I say fair. You should just end it. If there's nothing coming after and it doesn't matter, then yeah, fuck (laughs) it. Um, I had one more note, I think. Oh, uh, to anyone who likes anime and thought the pod racing segment of this movie was cool, go check out the anime Redline. It's a 90-minute movie that's just a really big race, and it's cool. It's a space race. Nobody likes anime. Kira is correct. Do not check out that movie. You won't like it. It's free on YouTube. Don't watch it. So Anime's bad. Now we have the part where we start determining your level of toxicity as a Star Wars fan. Okay. What are your opinions on Jake Lloyd? He's good. I think he does a great job. Yeah? As a child actor, I don't think I could really ask for a lot more from him. Oh, yeah, I think that's fair. He's pretty pretty consistent. I I think the trouble comes into... I'm not sure the writers really knew what they wanted with Anakin in the movie. And so he was getting a lot of conflicting direction as a child, which is hard to deal with even as an adult actor. But I mean, it wasn't impossible to understand him like a lot of child actors. Um, I think he really bought into the world that he was playing in and he bought into the character. The only trouble with him comes when he's abandoning his mom. But that's just that's bad writing. That's not his fault. (laughs) Yeah. All right. But I think I think he's good. I think he does a fun job. He's a cute kid for the parents to watch. Like, ah, my kid could have played Anakin. Mm. When they couldn't have, your kid couldn't have fucking played Anakin Skywalker. Anakin Starkiller. <laughs> what are your opinions on the lightsaber battles compared to the original trilogy? The lightsaber battles in this movie... Okay, so I actually thought about this. When they're against droids and, like, stuff that's CG, Mm. they don't look very good. When it's person versus person, they look quite cool. I actually like them a lot. Um, I understand the complaint that lightsabers change from being, like, hefty weapons to just being made of light and being able to spin around and do backflips and shit. Mm. That's more interesting than watching a very old man do your basic one, two, three, four sword swings with a lightsaber and then get turned into a coat. Well, I think one of the complaints some fans have is that in the original trilogy, even though uh, there's uh, impairments with special effects to make the lightsaber battles more interesting, uh, Mm -hmm. the pace of them and choreography of them tend to lend themselves to a story and you can see mm. the characters like how hard they Struggling hit with that and yeah. what they're trying to do and evade is more plot oriented than just flipping around swinging lightsabers at each other i think for me 
All right, Star Wars fans, get ready to hate me specifically. Um, you don't have to turn your brain on all the way to enjoy Star Wars. I would recommend against it, in fact. Uh, and that a cool fight with backflips is just as interesting as one with some thought put into it. And that's from someone who watches a lot of action movies. And I will say, the fights in this movie are better than Mortal Kombat or any of the ones in Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure. (laughs) (laughs) There are mind battles in Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure when those two dogs are dancing against each other. And one of the dogs clearly sucks and shouldn't get the part. Boy is a better dog. And I guess I have two questions left. Do you do you like Jar Jar? You already kind of talked about this. You do like him. I like Jar Jar. I like Jar Jar. And then Jar Jar could be better, but I don't hate him. Finally, would you watch a two-hour YouTube video of someone shitting on this movie? <laughs> no, I don't ever watch those videos, except for manga that end poorly. <laughs> Everyone, go watch the current state of Naruto or the fall of Bleach by Super Eye Patch Wolf. All right, so the way I am scoring Ethan's toxicity level is similar to uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic with a good and bad gauge. (laughs) Light side, dark side, (laughs) hell yeah. So currently, Ethan, uh, there's eight dashes to the positive side, eight dashes to the negative side, um, and currently, Ethan, you are two dashes in to the light side. Okay. But the goal at the end is to land in the middle, because otherwise I'm just a disgusting fanboy. Uh, I would say... I'm bringing balance to the force. (laughs) If you want to be... uh, To find some balance uh, to your positivity. Um, (laughs) Yeah, uh, I think the next movie lends itself to to a real hate watch if you want. I'm excited. I'm excited for this next one. But yes, I would recommend this movie because I would recommend all Star Wars. Especially the Christmas special. Yeah, hell yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so we're going to take a short break and then we'll be back with Star Wars Episode 2's quiz. Peace. <laughs> All right, let me download this. I'm going to get some I'm going to get some water. All right, folks, welcome back. We're doing Star Wars. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Star Wars episode It's the Phantom Menace part two. How well do I remember the Phantom Menace? Star Wars episode two, Attack of the Clones. Ethan, what do you know about this movie? Uh, We learn... uh, This is the movie where we... So I actually... This is the movie before intentionally watching Star Wars that I think I've seen the most of. And is what turned me off of Star Wars because I thought it was too scary. Um, I caught a glimpse of it at my uncle's house. Uh, There's a part of the movie where I can't remember whom one of the Jedi is fighting 
I think Django Fett in the Clone Factory, which is full of lava for some reason. And that clone, who may or may not be Django Fett, I'm not locking that in, uh, who is also the origin of all clones, is killed. And I thought that was too gruesome for me. I may be describing just a different unrelated <laughs> movie because I watched a Chinese bootleg at my uncle's house and it could have just been called Attack of the Clones. All right. Um, Anything else? This movie. You know, you saw the first one. Where do you think some storylines are headed? Yeah, this, this is the time skip where we finally see... Anakin is an adult being trained by Obi-Wan. Anakin is, of course, played by everyone's favorite actor, Hayden Christensen. Everyone loves his performance. They think it's not over the top at all. Ah, but what the fuck actually happens in this movie? The Republic is up to their shit now that that, uh, Palpatine is the Chancellor. He is starting to construct the clone armies to replace the droid armies. This is the origin of stormtroopers. So he he's getting a clone army for the Trade Federation? For the Trade Federation? I never even thought of that. Well, is that I what did, you're I didn't even consider the Trade Federation. The Trade Federation. Federation owns the droids. I did not know that. <laughs> I, did, I did not know what the Trade Federation traded in. <laughs> It's unclear what they're trading in. Goods of then, some yeah, kind. Probably. But, he's they, trying to... but they have droid factories. <laughs> he's trying to he's trying to shut out the droid factories. He doesn't want more droids. He wants everything produced in-house. He's trying to cut that budget. Um and this is when we start to discover that the Chancellor isn't as cool as we thought that he was. And it's a journey that Anakin and Obi-Wan go on and start to... They're on some mission for him, and then they start to question him. But it's not a Jedi's place to ask questions, because questions lead to fear, <laughs> and fear leads to anger, and anger leads to hate, and hate leads, leads to, to suffering. Violence. That's the quote. Leads to suffering. Is General Grievous in this movie? Sure. General Grievous is in this movie. He's a four armed. Yeah, he's the big bad of this one. Um General Grievous, as we all know, is the only cyborg in the star the only true cyborg in the star wars universe and 3po can't even do anything about it <laughs> because he's about human droid relations not human cyborg relations but anyway general grievous has a cool mask and he's got four arms each of them wielding a lightsaber and it's pretty fucking cool pretty sure yoda fights him and it looks cool okay he's jumping around doing fat backflips throwing boomerang lightsaber attacks <laughs> people have problems with that that would be correct but other than that there's a lot of walking around planets and just talking and anakin being a whiny little bitch i'll lock it in now 
once Anakin starts being a bitch in this movie, he never stops. <laughs> okay, that's a lot. Well, it's a two and a half hour movie, Wes. I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> All right, so why must Anakin and Padme so wrong. go to Naboo? Quiet. I'm recording. To fuck. <laughs> No, uh, there's... They go all the way to Naboo to fuck. to <laughs> <laughs> fuck. No one's allowed to know. Um, it's on Naboo. There, the Gungan city is in trouble, and Naboo promised they'd help. And that's when Jar Jar gets reattached to the cast of the film. Long time no see, Jar Jar. Okie day, Anakin. <sighs> What if Jar Jar just had like a sexy voice? <laughs> like, <laughs> hi, I'm Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> what can you tell me about the expert on Kaminoan poison darts? So, on this one, it'd be best to describe. Try and describe what you think this person would look like. Maybe also what their occupation is. They're the expert on Kaminoan poison Boy, darts. Poison darts? Uh, knowing this movie's series with racism, <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine that this character is not subtly influenced by Native American designs. They also speak with a heavy racist accent. And much like every character who is an expert at something in the Star Wars universe, they are large and round and a little bit goopy. The occupation? Competitive eater. <laughs> All right. What are the Kaminoans creating on their planet? Kamino. <laughs> Obviously the greatest car ever invented, the El Camino. <laughs> Why don't I remember anything about this movie? Is this the crux of the movie? Are the Kaminoans super important and I just deleted them? Obviously I don't know their names. I know there's the lego shapes at this point i'm starting to wonder if i even had the prequels lego <laughs> game um what do they do what are they creating what do they make droids droids that's broad <laughs> yep if not droids ships if not ships, hardship. <laughs> I'm not going to write that down. Um, <laughs> who is Count Dooku? And what's his relationship oh, to the Jedi Order? Count Dooku. Oh, man. I always thought that Count Dooku is played by the Chancellor Valorum guy. No. 
He's played by Christopher I Lee. I know that now. Oh, that's right. What is Count Dooku? This is definitely a General Grievous movie then. I know that they're related. Um, Count Dooku has an adversarial relationship with the Jedi Order and is looking to replace them because they are a bunch of doddering fools. And he doesn't like space religion. All right. More like Count Dookie. That joke has been made before. Uh, more like, more like Count Dookie. <laughs> Multiple choice. Who gives Obi Wan the answer as to why he can't find the planet Kamino in the Jedi archives? A. Master Yoda. B. Boba Fett. C. Jocasta New, the Jedi librarian. Or D. <laughs> a small child. It's obviously Jocasta New, the Jedi librarian. Okay. Everyone's favorite character from this movie. <laughs> you say that, but she is one of my favorites. <laughs> this and question no solely reason. exists so that you can talk about them. There's no reason for her to be one of my favorites, as you'll find. Is it because she has glasses and she's a little mean? <laughs> Get rid of the glasses that you have the answer. <laughs> <laughs> How does Anakin... A slightly mean (laughs) woman. Oh. How does Anakin... I saw a tweet today. No, listen to me. I saw a tweet today. That was Hercules, the Disney movie, is basically about how you can get any strong Greek boyfriend, even if you're a little bit of a bitch. (laughs) Yes. You're leaving out... Is about how any 30-year-old woman can get a (laughs) teenage Greek man. Hunk. Demigod man. How does Anakin react when he finds his mother on Tatooine? Oh, right. His mom does come back. I remember that. A, he murders a village of Tusken Raiders. B. Okay. The younglings. He kills his stepfather slash her slave owner. Nah. C, he kills Watto. No. D, he runs away and cries. Ooh, now he does do that a lot. But not this time. I'm locking it in now, fellas. Beam time. This is where he kills all the Tusken Raiders. And he says he killed all of them. Even the younglings. Uh, bonus question. Here is seething that I got the quote wrong. She's not even listening. <laughs> I killed them, all of them, even the younglings. That's not bad. No, it is not. <laughs> uh, bonus question. What is Padme's reaction? I re- she doesn't really give a shit. <laughs> she has kind of a flat affect. Yes. And then hugs him. She's not mad about it. I do I know that for sure. She's not upset that he killed a bunch of children. Our gracious queen of Naboo. 
kills Django Fett. Spoilers. Hell yeah, I knew it. He's in this movie. A. Mace Windu. B. Obi-Wan. C. Count Dooku. Or D. Boba Fett. Boba Fett's not even in this movie. Why are you pretending that he is? Um, It's probably Obi-Wan. All right. If it's not Obi-Wan, then it's Count Dooku, who kills his minion. But I'm pretty sure it's Obi-Wan. How does Anakin get a mechanical arm? A, an accident in a fuck? droid factory? In a fuck? What? <laughs> <laughs> in a fuck it's like poetry it rhymes the same shit happens in the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy a an accident in a droid factory b his arm gets trampled in no b count dooku cuts his arm off c his arm gets trampled in a battle with a horned beast or d he is no he just has one from the beginning of the movie not that he just has one that's stupid um you heard me wes it's too <laughs> stupid if it does happen i'll be thrilled um i think it gets trampled by a monster oh okay. something only vaguely related to the plot okay <laughs> what does jar jar binks do as his first act in the galactic senate more manslaughter. A, he issues a vote of no confidence in Chancellor Palpatine. <laughs> B, he gives unchecked power to Chancellor Palpatine. C, mm-hmm. he makes a motion for the Republic to surrender to Count Dooku's forces. <laughs> or D, he is silenced before he can speak. I remember that there's this big fan theory that Jar Jar was working for the dark side all along and that he's not actually incompetent. So I think he gives unchecked power to Palpatine. My exposure to Star Wars is only fan theories (laughs) (laughs) and the Lego games. All right. True or false? True or false, Anakin is resistant towards being romantic with Padme because the Jedi Code is against passion and attachment. (sighs) Fuck. Yes, but he does it anyway. my, My answer is true, he's hesitant, but he does do it anyway. He must fuck. Those midichlorians are compelling him to. Um, They're all telling him to. They're like, come on, buddy. <laughs> Your midichlorians I finally stopped and listened to the midichlorians, and they're all horny. <laughs> True or false, a shape-shifting bounty hunter uses a mask to disguise themselves so they can shape-shift, but they, can, they also use a mask to disguise themselves um yeah sure you wouldn't include that question if that wasn't a dumb thing that (laughs) happened true or false 
Master Yoda's cane is in fact a lightsaber. No, false. He fights with a cane and a lightsaber at the same time. That's in the Lego games. And Battlefront. And if those games lied to me, they're cooler than this movie. (laughs) True or false, Wado and Anakin have a reunion scene. You wish. False. False. True or false, like Darth Maul, Count Dooku also dies in this movie. (laughs) Just a one-off character. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking... Who's the villain of episode three? I'll I'll give it to him. I'll say Count Dooku makes it by the skin of his teeth. True or false? Count Dooku is working on plans to build the Death Star. I think that's true. That sounds right. All right. Now. Because I remember a lot of Star Wars fans complaining about a second Death Star, and I think I think that happens in this one. Okay. All right, so I'm sending you the screen grab question just sent. While I look at this, can you upload last week's screenshot? Sure. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. This is a good screenshot, and thank you. <laughs> Why is it so blurry, though? Oh, is it? <laughs> oh, it's it's small. So this is small picture, small version. Okay. So this is very obvious. Let, am, or am, I, or am I good to yep. go? Are you still uploading? Okay. Uh, this is very obviously. <laughs> A Roger Roger droid in the middle of a war with several other Roger Roger droids. I'm just going to call them Rogers. Um, Or RGRs. Except the one in the foreground is special because he has C-3PO's head, or at least a, uh, a version of that. So I think that... In the rush for this war, whatever droid factory was making the the Rogers just went into overdrive. And they're like, we need more things now. And so they just started stapling a bunch of different droids together. And this one is still voiced by the guy that plays C-3PO and is the only way for him to get in this movie. <laughs> As I know... <laughs> He is in every single movie. (laughs) And he's shooting a bunch of people and going, oh dear, I'm sorry. (laughs) Where are they, though? Where are they? That's what I'm trying to figure out. It's another desert planet because it's Star Wars, baby. If you're not on a desert planet, it's not relevant to the plot. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't be stealing from Dune otherwise. You would not be stealing from Dune. This ain't no Ewok village. Back on Tatooine, baby. (laughs) Can't leave it alone. 
I was going to say Dantooine, but I know that's wrong. <laughs> yes, Dantooine is a lush planet. Lush with swamp. No, that you're thinking of Dagobah. <laughs> you're thinking of Dagobah. Eat my ass. I know Star Wars better than you. <laughs> Just for that, I'm notching you down one on the toxicity. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Every time you say I know Star Wars better than you, <laughs> it's a sign of toxicity. <laughs> Run amok. <laughs> My midichlorians told me to say it. Ethan, you should know by now that anger leads to hate, <laughs> <laughs> leads to suffering. As I said before, dark side's better. Even though there can only be two, and I'm pretty sure that you have to die. <laughs> like Somebody has to die in order for you to become an apprentice. Mm-hmm. Don't both, both Thith Lords have to kill their master? I don't know. But then why is Palpatine around all the time? Who cares? <laughs> Who gives a fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and on shit. that note thank you for <laughs> listening to we ain't seen nothing yet uh the current score is ethan 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 You're scored 11 on the phantom menace <laughs> <laughs> i'll take it um you can follow us on facebook if we ain't seen nothing yet and you can follow us on twitter if we ain't seen it um, you can follow Ethan at Powerful Goose, and you can follow me at Baby Westwe on Twitter. And uh, I'm doing this just from memory. Remember. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, why am I crying? <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.